This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. If you're like most contractors, you struggle with finding great employees and keeping great employees. In fact, my feelings are that growth today is constrained by finding people. You can do the marketing to get the work. You need the employees to do the work. It makes absolutely no sense to market if you don't have the people to do the work. My guest today, John Paul Morosi, will discuss how you can retain good employees and create a family environment so people don't want to go elsewhere. John Paul, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thanks so much for having me here, Ruth. It's a pleasure to be here. My pleasure is all mine. This is a topic in our industry that is like forefront in everybody's mind is finding and retaining great talent. And you've got a knack for this, don't you? Well, I have a passion for the topic of helping employees that are trying to take care of mom or dad or a child with special needs or a disabled adult. That's my specialty. And boy, the numbers are getting so big today in terms of employees that are dealing with caregiving. It's phenomenal. All right. So I'm an employer and I want to create this great culture. And I've got an employee who's trying to take care of mom or even a sick kid. I mean, it works both ways. You know, my age is kind of stuck in the middle between parents that we're taking care of and, you know, potentially kids we're taking care of. So how do we deal with that? uh, It's no, there's no question about it. It's this issue of caregiving and the importance of work family balance is something that's top of mind, not only for the millennials, but for baby boomers and everybody in between. Um, That's why I wrote my book, Caregivers Work, a six step guide to balancing work and family. It's the only little book that breaks it down to six simple steps. But the question you asked to begin with, which is creating a family, family friendly environment, it really starts at the top. You know, I know we have a lot of business owners and a lot of managers listening in today. And so that, I, that's probably my, one of my primary messages is the way that we act, um, letting, letting people know that we're human beings, um, that we have children who get sick, that we have elderly parents that are going through stuff, that we're finding a way to make it work. Uh, letting people know that that's part of, uh, that's normal. See, this is probably the main thing. <laughs> letting your employees know that it's normal to have these family caregiving issues. And in our company, I'm talking about your company, our listeners, it's okay uh, that we, we will cut you a little bit of slack because the research shows the number one thing when it comes to caregiving for a child who is sick or a disabled child or an elderly parent is time. The flexibility to come in late once in a while leave early once in a while or take a call from a doctor or, you know, uh, an assisted living place that you're trying to get mom into. The fact that we would allow our employees that little bit of flexibility, cut them that slack when they're under pressure to fix those problems goes a long way to helping them to feel they want to keep on working with us. All right. So in other words, you're saying, okay, if we can have a little bit of flex time in terms of coming in late and leaving late and that type of thing, that's very helpful. That makes all the difference in the world. I mean, there's nothing, when we, when we look at the research with people involved in caregiving, that's the number one thing they always talk about. So um, on, on, my, on my book, Caregivers Work, the, on the cover is a, is a wave, a cresting wave. And this is what I try to remind. It, it's a message of hope. It's, 
some people who are caught up, especially in the elder care thing, they feel like it's never going to end. This is going to go on forever with mom and dad. But that's not true. And that's important for you and me as employers um, to keep in mind. And I, and I say we because I'm the executive director of a very large retirement community in Denver. And uh, we have a very tight labor market here. And we're seeing this factor into retaining our own employees here. But the, the stress is they crest like a wave and then they drop off like the trough of a wave. And that's what we have to remind ourselves of, that when we, if we cut our employees a little bit of slack when it comes to performing as a team, you know, letting people, the other folks that are on our contractor team fill in for somebody when they have to take that time, uh, the time is going to come when that other person is going to need that time as well. And doing that really helps with retention. I don't have to tell you and your listeners how expensive it is to replace somebody. So even if we can uh, prevent one person leaving, we're saving ourselves thousands of dollars and and <laughs> multiple headaches and a lot of excedrin yeah. uh, on leaving, <laughs> and losing yet real. another good employee. <laughs> yeah, the headaches part is, is hard because it's not like somebody leaves today and I can replace them immediately tomorrow. That's, that's a huge, huge issue that we've got from there. Yeah, so I'm not saying the employer is going to solve these problems for their employees. What I'm saying is we can do ourselves a favor by educating the employer, uh, by educating our employees and our managers, our supervisors. Because if, if you're an owner of a medium-sized business and then you have some supervisors reporting to you who are actually overseeing your workers, if those supervisors don't share your philosophy and are not willing to give that a little bit of flexibility, they're going to be undermining your efforts. So um, I highly recommend that that we up the visibility of this issue, educate on this issue. And that's where my book, Caregiver's Work, A Six-Step Guide to Balancing Work and Family, whether you put it in the hands of your supervisor or yourself, your employees, you're going to get benefit all around because just by letting people know that this is a normal thing that happens and with the aging of the population, it's happening more and more, is going to gain a lot of respect and a lot of commitment to the company. All right. So I want to go through the wave thing again real quick. You know, you say the stress starts out slow and then comes to, you know, a head, so to speak, and then goes down. What's the time frame for that? Or is there one? Well, there's no real specific. There's nothing cookie cutter about all this. It's, we're talking about human beings and complicated human relationships. I'll give you an example right now. I live in Denver. I have an uncle who lives right outside of New York City, right outside the Lincoln Tunnel there. And he fell down at home and he wound up in a nursing home. He has no children. He has no family in the area. So long distance, I had to arrange and be his advocate to get the care that he needed, first of all, in a short-term rehab to get out of the nursing home. And then I was on the phone. It, it took me considerable time, you know, in a couple of days when I had to just call multiple places and find the right home care and make the arrangements to get him back home with the needed home care. Now, that was the crest of a wave. I was pretty stressed out for three or four days there until I helped Uncle Cy find the home care he needed and be sure somebody was going to be there to meet him when he got home and the range of transportation. But once he got at home and I had the confidence in the home care agency, it really hasn't been an issue for a couple of months now. So that's a key point I want to get across to those who are managers and those who are employees, that these issues, these challenges come in peaks and troughs just like a wave. Yeah, and, and I think that's one very good thing to remember is like, okay, there's going to be a crisis time that they're going to, like you had to with your Uncle Cy, go and just, okay, I have to focus on this right now. It's not that I'm 
not dedicated to this business, but got to do this family first type thing. Well, you're going to, if you're, if you're managers and yourself, you're, you know your employees, and you see that somebody's more distracted than they normally are. They're showing signs. They're showing up late occasionally. You, you know, the key is to take them aside and speak privately and say, look, I know you've been a terrific employee for years here. I've noticed that, you know, you just haven't had the focus you've had, and you've been coming in late. That's just not like you. What's going on? I'm going to, I'm going to predict that in a, in a good percentage of those cases, you're going to find out that there's something going on at home, and by uh, supporting them through that, that challenge, you're going to gain tremendous loyalty from those employees. Absolutely. All right. Before we go to break, John Paul, tell us where we can get your book. Um, then go to my website, uh, caregiverswork.com. And so the book is the same name as the website, caregiverswork.com. Or you can get it on Amazon, Caregivers Work, A Six-Step Guide to Balancing Work and Family. Okay. Thank you very much. And we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I've seen my client salespeople struggle when a customer asks why they should use your company rather than the competition when your price is higher and you both are proposing the same equipment. I've seen technicians struggle when customers ask them whether they should replace an 18-year-old air conditioner. And most salespeople and technicians never ask the one question that most customers are concerned about, yet never ask. Can I trust you? I found a tool that gives your salespeople and technicians the ammunition to answer this question and more. And the tool works. How do I know? 68% of my clients are using it to increase sales and referrals. What is it? A trust book with your name on it as the author. More details are at HVACTrustBooks.com. Warning, there is only one contractor per area that can get these great books. Some areas are already taken. They've gone to my clients. If you want your area and want to have a tool for your salespeople and technicians to increase referrals and sales, then go to HVACTrustBooks.com now and reserve your area. Eliminate costly warranty leak repair headaches. Three years ago, Ruth King wrote a leak policy letter for one of her clients who was dealing with huge warranty leak issues. When she gave the letter to technicians and trained them on how to use it, warranty leaks went from zero, that's right, zero. Then, she gave the letter to one of her other clients and any contractor who wanted it. The results? The same. Zero warranty leak repairs. The unexpected benefits? An increase in replacement sales. Ruth shares his letter with anyone and everyone who wants it. So, get your sample leak policy letter for free. No strings, no catches, no guarantee of results. Go to hvacchannel.tv or call us at 877-520-4321. Click on the link in the middle of the homepage to get your free leak policy letter. I hope you experience zero warranty leak repairs and eliminate a major costly headache. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with John Paul Morosi, and we're talking about how to create a family-oriented environment and, and looking at one of the major issues, which is really taking care of an elderly parent or an elderly family member or, you know, or a spouse even getting sick or a child getting sick or something along those lines. So, John Paul, um, you, you know, as you said, you're part of a retirement community out there, correct? Yeah, I'm the CEO of uh, Holly Creek, Centennial, Colorado. It's a huge uh, and very high-quality retirement community. And uh, we have lots of employees. And I'm proud to say we have one of the lowest turnover rates in our industry, I think we're running at 29%. The industry runs at 45 to 50% in so a, you know, annual turnover in a year. 
And we really emphasize work-life balance here. We're hearing it from the, from the millennials. We're hearing it from the baby boomers. And we're listening. And uh, that means making sure the managers and supervisors of our employees are following through on our philosophy of giving people a little bit of flexibility. And in return, we're getting their loyalty. I, I think the, the flexibility thing, it surprises me that the baby boomers want the flexibility unless they're dealing with, you know, an, an issue with a, an elderly parent or a kid. And I, to me, baby boomers are, and which is my generation, are like, okay, we go to work, we do our thing, you know, and that's it. But um, I guess it works for, for all different generations. It's happening for everybody of every age. Uh, I'm a boomer myself. A couple more weeks of marking the 50th anniversary of my being at Woodstock. <laughs> so, and I survived. I'm here yourself. to talk about it. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the, it's incredible. The Census Bureau has shown us now that for the first time in the history of the United States, uh, next year, there are going to be more people over 60 than there are children than they're under 18 years old in the United States. And the trend is only going to continue. So the number of people in our workforce that are taking care of mom or dad is only going to go up. This is an issue that's not going to go away. So for people who are listening in, the key is this is an opportunity to get ahead of the pack. Um, by, by paying attention to this issue, you're actually giving yourself a little bit of an edge over your competitors. And man, I know right here in the Denver area, our unemployment rate is well under 2%. I mean, it's virtually full employment. And so keeping people and avoiding that turnover for us in my own business, I'm sure in, in your listeners' businesses is just critical. So we talked about, uh, number one, time, uh, time flexibility as the number one need of these employees that are taking care of mom or dad. Um, and so the second one is timely information. And that means the ability to find the information you need on housing, on health care, on public programs that might pay for mom or dad's different kinds of needs. This is the second critical thing. You can burn up a lot of time and energy on the internet and go to a million websites. And, you know, there's all kinds of information out there, but my book um, keys in on the most important websites and goes to the most credible ones for answers on all those topics, whether it's transportation, legal advice, medical insurance options, I have a whole uh, section of the book called Elder Care from A to Z. And uh, when you buy it as an e-book, you just click on a link and it'll take you right to the best source on all these different topics. So cutting uh, the, the employee's time in terms of finding the resources they need uh, for an elderly parent makes a big difference in productivity because that's getting them back to work faster, getting them back to focus on work faster. All right, so I have a question for you. If you if you've got if your employees are finding work for mom and everything else like that and they're on hourly, do you pay them to do this or do you say that's flex time and that you take as vacation time or what do you do? Well, the hourly employees naturally we always uh we have to follow the wage and hour laws just like anybody else. So um we have we actually employ a a third party called resource and referral service. Um, it's called Work-Life Partnership here in the Denver area. And any employee on paid time can pick up the phone and talk on the 800 number confidentially uh, with a what they call a navigator to help them navigate these problems and issues and helps them get refocused and right back to work. And they can also set up an in-person appointment with uh, that, that navigator. 
these kinds of services are available. I'm not promoting any one particular vendor, but you're, if you have an employee assistance program, for example, uh, I advise employers to probe and see whether they, and the employee assistance program has counselors at the other end of that 800 number that actually understand this elder care and this caregiving issue. You know, EAPs got started with helping people who had family members with drug and alcohol problems, but now EAPs have evolved into a lot of this caregiving support. But you as an employer who's paying for the EAP service need to ask and probe and see if they have services that can be of help to employees that are taking care of an elderly relative. And that's, again, where my book comes in really handy, whether you're a business owner or a manager, because Caregivers Work, a six-step guide to balancing work and family, lays out all the resources um, that are low cost that any employer can use to help their employee avoid these productivity losses. And, and that's important because a lot of times what owners will be doing now is saying, okay, you have you know, a couple of days of flex time or you get an hour of flex time for every you know, month you work or something along those lines, and, and that's what they have to do to take care of these types of issues and a lot of times that will work also yeah the flex time means a lot um, so I think that the employer that is wise enough to pay some attention to this and educate their managers and uh, supervisors is going to really reap a lot of bit of dividends compared to their competitors in the same market yeah and also gives you a leg up on your competitors so that you've got something that they don't and so they're likely to stay. Hopefully, you know, they, they, you know, you got me, we got you through this. And, you know, there's supposedly, hopefully, loyalty as a result of that. Yeah, and what I want to emphasize is these, well, the things that we're talking about here, Ruth, are not expensive. As a matter of fact, I'd like to make sure your uh, listeners know that I've got a free report called Blueprint for Balance, 10 steps every employer can take right now to, man, um, to minimize productivity losses related to caregiver work balance issues. And this uh, blueprint for balance report is free on my website. And it actually lists 10 specific things that cost, some of them cost nothing, and some of them are very low cost that can help any employer of any size, whether it's a big, uh, a large corporation with thousands of employees or a, a family owned business with 10 or 15 people. Uh, you can go through this list of 10 specific actions you can take right now that are going to reduce these productivity losses related to caregiving. Very good. Uh, John, Paul, give me the website name again. Caregiverswork.com. And the name of the book is the same. It's available on Amazon or on my website, Caregivers Work, a six-step guide to balancing work and family. Very good. John, Paul, thank you for being with us today. Pleasure talking with you, Ruth. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.